Good morning. I'm James Hellman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Tuesday, October 2nd. In today's news, the FBI expands its probe of Brett Kavanaugh, at least a little. President Trump oversells what his new trade deal does. And the U.S. and China have a close encounter in the South China Sea. But first, the big idea. An unpublished report from the Department of Homeland Security's Inspector General has concluded that President Trump's family separation policy was even more flawed from the outset than previously understood. The review, a copy of which was obtained by the Washington Post, found at least 860 migrant children were left in Border Patrol holding cells longer than the 72-hour limit mandated by U.S. federal courts. One minor was confined for 12 days and another for 25. The investigators describe a poorly coordinated interagency process that left distraught parents with little or no knowledge about their children's whereabouts. Based on observations conducted by DHS inspectors at multiple facilities along the border in late June, the report says agents were separating children from their parents who were too young to talk. They say this courted disaster. Now, Trump has backed off from the zero tolerance policy, as he called it, but hundreds of kids continue to be separated from their parents months later. And the immigration wars continue at the local level. ICE is encountering fierce pushback from activists and communities across the country. Immigration advocates and grassroots groups have little leverage to counter the Trump administration's aggressive crackdown in a Republican-controlled Washington, so they're mounting a furious backlash in Democratic-led cities and states. They can't stop the deportations, but they hope to throw sand in the gears by targeting pressure points in the system. ICE, for example, relies on local agencies to jail detainees who may be in the country illegally, notify ICE of their release, and even help conduct immigration enforcement. While abolishing ICE remains a long shot, it's frankly never going to happen, the more modest local efforts have notched victories in more than a dozen jurisdictions. They include Fairfax County, Virginia, which dropped an ICE contract at its jail, and Hudson County, New Jersey, where officials this month announced a plan to take the same step. In related immigration news, the Trump administration has started denying visas to the same-sex partners of foreign diplomats and U.N. employees unless the couples are married first. Foreign Policy Magazine reports that the administration is requesting those already in the U.S. get married by the end of this year or leave the country. It's a lot of pressure. The U.S. mission to the U.N. portrayed the decision as an effort to bring its international visa practices in line with current U.S. policy. But critics say the new policy will impose undue hardships on foreign couples from countries that criminalize same-sex marriages. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, the White House has given the FBI permission to expand its probe of Brett Kavanaugh at least a little after it was heavily criticized for tightly constraining who agents could talk to. The White House and the FBI, though, still view the investigation as extremely limited and time-sensitive. And Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said Monday that he intends to hold a vote on the nomination this week, no matter what the FBI finds. The Bureau has completed an initial round of interviews as part of its reopened background check, and more likely in the coming days. But those familiar with the matter say the FBI will not, for example, conduct an unfettered review of Kavanaugh's heavy, youthful drinking. It also will not examine statements Kavanaugh made about his alcohol consumption during last week's Senate Judiciary Committee hearing to see if those answers were inaccurate or misleading. 
The FBI will be allowed, however, to question more witnesses with information on the sexual misconduct allegations. Drinking is inextricably intertwined with the allegations Kavanaugh faces, so it would be impossible to avoid that topic altogether. The White House still can resist inquiries into new allegations, however. Privately, advisors say Trump is not happy that Kavanaugh talked so extensively about his drinking during that hearing last week. At a news conference yesterday, Trump acknowledged as much. He somewhat undercut his own nominee by suggesting that Kavanaugh had, quote, acknowledged difficulty with alcohol and noting how frequently he had referenced beer. According to a story that broke overnight in the New York Times, a police report shows that Kavanaugh was involved in a bar fight in New Haven, Connecticut in the 1980s. He was accused of throwing ice on another patron. That account was backed up by Charles Ludington, a friend of Kavanaugh's from Yale, who says that he's going to meet with the FBI later today to talk about what happened. Number two, Trump said during a news conference that the successful trade deal with Mexico and Canada that was reached late Sunday night is, quote, proof that his tough talk and tariffs are working. This alarms other world leaders. Trump says the tactics that got Canada and Mexico to fall in line with what he's calling a new NAFTA can be a model for future negotiations. He said he's going to try a similar approach with the European Union, China, Japan, potentially Brazil and India as well. The president seems convinced that foreign leaders only take the U.S. seriously if he threatens to completely upend our economic relationships. He raised the prospect of new penalties if countries don't remove trade restrictions or allow more U.S. investment. In an attempt to head off these threats, the EU and Japan have already begun discussions on how to address Trump's concern. Trump said it was this pressure, particularly the threat to use tariffs as a negotiating tool, that forced Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau to agree to a number of changes Sunday night to NAFTA. The new NAFTA deal still has to be approved by Congress, but White House officials are jubilant about it. Still, most economists and trade experts agree that Trump is overselling the deal and that he's overly optimistic about what it will accomplish. He boasted that it's going to bring manufacturing jobs back and send cash and jobs pouring into the United States. But analysts say that there are few signs of major changes as they sort through the new accord. Number three, China accused the United States of flouting its sovereignty Tuesday after an American warship sailed near islands claimed by Beijing in the disputed South China Sea, further rattling relations between the countries after weeks of escalating military tensions. A Chinese destroyer came within yards of a U.S. Navy ship on Sunday, compelling it to switch direction in what American officials called a, quote, unsafe and unprofessional clash. A spokesman for China's defense ministry countered that the American ship shouldn't have been there in the first place. The spokesman added that the presence of American ships near the Chinese-claimed archipelago is, quote, seriously threatening China's sovereignty and security. The Americans had been conducting what we call freedom of navigation operations. The goal of the operation is to reject what the U.S. considers excessive maritime claims by any country, but especially China. The U.S. does not consider these islands that the Chinese built in the South China Sea to be real territory, and thus the claims are illegitimate. The military strain between the world's two largest economies is deepening just as we're also locked in an increasingly heated trade war. This maritime showdown came about a week after Chinese officials canceled military talks with the U.S. that were supposed to be held in Beijing. They also canceled a meeting scheduled for this month with Secretary of Defense Jim Mattis. And that's The Daily 202 for Tuesday, October 2nd. Thanks so much for listening. I'm James Holman. I'll talk to you tomorrow.